That's right, friends. That's right, soak in that sound. Okay. <clears throat> so we're playing Dragon Quest Builders 2. This is the demo. But, uh, as I mentioned before, the demo is free on Steam, so anyone can join and play along with me if they like, if they've got a PC that can do this. Um, and if you don't have a PC that can do this, then um, I find that personally upsetting. Everyone should be able to have a PC that can do Dragon Quest Builders 2. Um, so it's also available for PS4 and Switch, but then it's not free. But they probably have demos that are free still. So we're chasing a ghost with a hammer, and the ghost says, ho, 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 this way, this way, quick, quick, now. And he disappears up the path. Uh, I believe that we went on this path before. Mahalroth says, good, stay where you are, you freaky fogey. I don't like this one bit. This mad old monster's even made the sky turn a funny color. Color in the British spelling, so uh, all of our British friends are going to be right at home. Who cares about the stupid sky? I want my breakfast. You two are going to jolly well help me get it back, says Lulu. So I like that we all have our priorities. None of us are scared of it being a ghost. We're only scared of the sky changing color and whether or not we have a specific piece of breakfast when we could easily just go fish up some more. Um, yeah, this guy is definitely a weird green color. So we've gone up this road before, I believe. Um, I, I may have gone up the road before in a previous play where like I, I didn't know what to do and I looked around for a long time and then when I found out what to do, I felt dumb and I just deleted the recording and started over. Um, let's see, this way, Kitty Winkle's nearly there. Uh, the ghost, this, this ghost is a ghost of a hammer hood. If you know what a hammer hood looks like from any of the other Dragon Quest games, it's like, um, sort of a mushroom come to life holding a hammer. Um, but the mushroom top is like fallen down around the character, I guess more like a hood, maybe less like a mushroom and more like just an executioner with a, with a hood. Anyway. Lulu says he's leading us on a wild goose chase. Does that horrid hammerhood expect us to follow him all the way to the top of the mountain? That monster's got some kind of strange power. I've never felt anything like it. We need to catch up, says Malroth. So uh, the other two party members are following behind uh, Chrono Trigger style, we'll call it. This is like even though other games do it, we're going to say that Chrono Trigger does it best. Um... And we're following up sort of a spiral path around a mountain. As we approach, there are little brazers that catch with flame. Malroth says, whoa! And there's a big, some sort of fancy temple-looking thing up here. What's a place like this doing on a desert island? Come on, look, throw the hammer hoods just ahead. Ugh, the hammer hood's just up ahead. Let's make it spill the beans on all the island secrets. So this portion is is much better built up than the rest. There's like proper stairs and things like that. There's no escape now, you sneaky scallywinkle swindler. Just send over the bivalve that no one gets hurt. 
Truly a noble lady can prohibit a hunger hammerhood near her half snot to her half snocked leftovers. Oh, he ate it. I'll tolerate no excuses. Stealing is stealing. No ifs or buts about it. Look at the seared that skellywinkle, especially for me. Now give it back, you horrible, hoary, hairy hermit. Ah, yes, Locathor. It just so happens that I've been waiting for a builder to rock, rock, rock up here for, oh, a very long time indeed. Wait, how do you know he's a builder? Ho, ho, you're an observant one, aren't you? Why, the very reason I pinched that scrum, scrum, scrumptious Scallywinkle was to lure your fine friend up here. Look around you, Locathor. This temple has lain in the starry state for longer than I can recall. If you are the builder I believe you to be, then perhaps you can f -f fix it. Everything you need to rebuild the temple is right here in these chests. But a fresh-faced builder like you might find the going difficult without a blueprint as a guide. Come back here, you conniving old codger. If you think you're going to fix your house for free, we're going to fix your house for free. You've got another thing coming. And anyway, what's a blueprint? Lugathor thinks. He pulls out the book, flips to the right page. And then he, like assembles a grid design over everything. Locathor draws out a mountaintop temple blueprint. All right, so we're going to place some masonry walls and some brazers. All right, Locathor, why did you draw these lines on the ground? Is this one of those blueprints the Hammond is talking about? Gosh, you've never been here before, but you still are able to drop a design for the mountaintop temple. That's incredible. Now all you have to do is build it. Make sure you follow the blueprint to the block now. If that old loony was telling the truth, those chests should contain everything you need to finish the job. It looks like all you need to do is place masonry wall blocks and squares and put a brazier on top of each one. Use your gloves to move them if you make a mistake. Are you ready to show Gary Gauslot how a real builder does things? Keep one eye on the blueprint. You can't go wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, so we're going to open. This gives us some masonry wall blocks. And then we're opening the other chest. This gives us some brazier. All right, so I think it's E to place or right, right click to place. All right. Um, is it, how do I move without changing direction? No, I don't know how to, I'll have to look it up. On the Switch version, you can like, Move without changing your character's direction. And it makes it really easy to place stuff in series. But mostly we're just placing... Um, there's four sort of pedestals, I guess you'd call them, that are each a 3x3 three three area. And then in the middle of that 3x3 three three pedestal thing, there's going to be one brazier each. And um, one of the pedestals has a brazier already. And the rest of the pedestals are about to have brazers. Three, four. Locathor completes the mountaintop temple blueprint. High five with Malroth. Good work, Locathor. You finished the blueprint. And you didn't even break a sweat. I think I'll have you build me a palace next. That shouldn't be any trouble for an expert like you. Answer me one thing, though. How did you come up with that temple blueprint in the first place? Wait, I think I know the answer. That big book on your back has everything you need to know to be a builder written inside. You're busted now, Locathor. The secret's out, so you may as well let me read it. You won't. Why not? 
Is something the matter, look, Thor? You've gone all red. Wait, you don't have a mucky magazine sandwich between the pages, do you? Muckiness doesn't matter to me. A quick wipe down with a damp cloth, and it'll be good as... Ho, ho, ho! You've finished repairing the temple, I see. I knew you would, would, wouldn't let me down. All it took was a glance, and you drew up that blueprint real qu quick as a flash. You're the real deal, Ogathor, a builder born and bred. Okay, so the, the sky is a little lighter now. As a thank you for your hard work, I'd like to give you a little present. Here, you deserve it for the crack-crack-cracking job you did. Oh, we get we get a hammer. We have a wooden hammer now. New tool acquired hammer. Bashes blocks to bits with big hard hits. A silly old hammer? I thought you were going to give me back my breakfast. That's a giant mallet, an indispensable item in the tool kit 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 of any self-respecting builder. With that hammer in your hand, you could break 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 blocks you couldn't before and gather even more materials. I also have another cork cork corking gift for you, Locathor. I'm sure you'll like this one. I give you this island, all of it, every last block by block. What? You're giving him the entire island? All he did was repair the temple. All right, fade to black, cut to wide open shots of the island. This world was once home to a legendary builder. They came to this island, the Isle of Awakening, and sought to turn it into their very own piece of paradise. All right, this now it's more of a desert scene here in this camera shot. But now everything has crum crum crumbled away. All that remains is the ancient builder's belief embedded in the blocks beneath us. Right, the last camera shot is like a snowy mountain. Long have I waited for another builder to come. One who can bring life back to this barren land, block by block, block, block. And you want Lokthor here to do all the hard work? We don't even know what you're supposed to build. And we don't know who you are either. I bet this island isn't even yours to give away. It certainly is mine. I'll have you know I'm the guardian spirit of this island, and what I say goes. Well, it looks like you've just become the proud owner of a private island, Logathor. Are you going to take the offer? If you do accept, would you mind if I stayed here? I don't really have anywhere else to go. I'll stick around too, at least until I've got my memory back. I mean, if that's okay with you. What do you say, Logathor? Will you take the island? It's such a stonking good offer. Yep. I just knew you'd make the right decision. Now I can begin to work to build Lulutopia. The first thing I want is a palace. Mauroth, I need you to... Lulutopia? I don't think so. Today we establish Malros Empire of Evisceration. Right, Lokathor? And she can be our first sacrifice. Then they put their hands on their hips and, and grumble at each other. The ghost jumps up to a higher platform and says, Ho ho ho! You young upstarts, this island belongs to Lokathor now. Usually big, big decisions like these up to him. Now, Lokathor, you must be itching to try out that giant mallet of yours. Come up and see if you can break this wall behind me. There's an absolutely smashing treasure back there that I think you'll be very interested in. Okay. Tooltip hammer. Hammers are perfect for bashing hard blocks. Press F once for a single strike or press and hold to hit continuously. You can switch tools at any time by pushing R. 
I'm not sure that I like hammer on F. I would rather hammer was on left click. Yeah, so left click is always my weapon swing. And then if I... Uh... Oh, okay. So, so if you click the mouse wheel, you can swap between left mouse being your tool and F being your weapon or having uh, left mouse be your weapon and F be your tool. Okay, I, I like that more. All right. All right, so we bash our way inside. We got some sort of, it looks like a, a quest board. You'd find it in an RPG. We can inspect it, and then Lulu says, you call that a treasure? It just looks like a tidy old notice board to me. Oh, it may seem ordinary to the undrained eye, but that notice board is in fact a portal through which a builder may peek into other dimensions. I'll explain more later. For now, just peer into the portal and marvel at all the knockout things you can see. Okay, you must create an account if you want to enjoy the game's online features. Uh, cancel. You must connect to the network if you want to enjoy the game's online features. Oh, did you like what you saw, you youngins? Oh, yes, I saw the most wonderful photographs, and there were so many of them. I hope Locathor... Oh, wait, Lulu's saying this, not the ghost. Oh, yes, I saw the most wonderful photographs, and there were so many of them. I hope Lukather takes the time to snap a few himself. I can be his model. And then I can post them on the notice board and share them with the world. Ho, 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 you young, young, youngins, enjoy yourselves. Come and find me when you're done. I'll be waiting right out here. Uh, open the menu with escape and press C to enter snapshot mode. You can store up to 99 snaps in your album. Okay, so, so what we have accessed here with this notice board is that... Um, you can look at other people's islands and then you can like look at their screenshots and stuff like that. Um, we, you know, uh, uh, for, for content for an audio only Let's Play podcast, I think that that's maybe not the best plan, but let's try and, oh no, when hunger strikes, our hunger has gone to 0%. Let's uh, eat, we're gonna eat a piece of kelp. We'll have to go back to the campfire and cook some stuff later. Let's see. Let's talk to the ghost. Ho, ho, ho. So how do you like your new notice board? It's quite Snapper's Paradise, isn't it? As long as you have one of those boards nearby, you can flip the laws of space and time and observe the work of other builders whenever you desire. And you can put your creations on display for other builders to view, too. I'm certain you can see that notice board. This is a stupendous thing. Half of that was complete gibberish to me, but if it helps you build the palace of my dreams, I'm all for it. Speaking of which... I can't see you making much progress on that anytime soon. There's one rather big stumbling block that's getting in the way. It's this island. There are hardly any raw materials, and I don't think even a master builder would contemplate constructing your castle out of scallywinkles and kelp. Ho, 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 I know that, little last, last, lassie. There's only one way to get your hands on the materials. You'll need to track them down elsewhere and bring them back here. Okay, quest complete. We can talk to him again. As the young damsel pointed out, this island is more than a lacking in useful materials for an aspiring builder. But even if you had everything you needed, I doubt you'd made a headway without just the three of you. Wood and stone are all well and good, but what I really need is people. What you really need is people. You'll have to travel to other islands and bring back a few friends to help you out. Besides, it gets lonely rattling around this big island all by yourself. A few fresh faces will really liven the place up. Hold on. I thought we were stranded here. How are we supposed to get to these other islands without a ship? Ho, ho, ho. A top-notch question, indeed. And one that the heavens soon shall, soon shall answer. You're just winging this, aren't you? You don't have a clue. Huh? Camera cuts to 
a man has docked at the port. Ho, 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 a ship, ship, ship. Whoever you would have thought. Sorry, eating a dumpling. You're doing this on purpose now. All right, out with it. Who are you really? And you can cut all that guardian spirit rubbish. Well, to tell you the truth, I can't remember who I am. I'm not even sure I ever knew. But I've got a funny feeling that it will all come right back to me if I watch Lokothor with his building magic. Well, there's no time like the present. Let's go and speak to the captain of that ship and get the work started. A new destination has been added to your map. Okay, so uh, we have the hammer now, which means that we can bash the whole world and just destroy and reassemble everything we want. Uh, sometimes when you bash stuff, uh, oh, I guess we can't bash that. The, 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 ha the hammer has upgrades to it, so you can't immediately bash uh, every single thing. Um, yeah, like the stone blocks out here are not bashable yet. In fact, most things aren't bashable with the wood hammer. Oh, oh, we can kind of get the... Uh, we can get the edges. Um, now, what was it? Oh, not tab. Shift? Oh, yeah, shift to dash. Let's talk to this man. Ahoy there, me briny bills rats. I haven't seen any other humans for fathoms. The name's Brownbeard. I was painting the ocean blue, minding me bee's knees when I sailed right into this path of the children of Hargon slave ships. And now it says Captain Brownbeard on his little text box. I managed to avoid him, but only by steering into a terrible storm. By the time I realized me map was back to front, I was already stuck in a coffee stain. I tried to turn back, but I was lost at sea. That's when I eyed this island on me portboard bow and punted over. So what's your story? How did the young whippersnappers, snapper whippers end up here? <coughs> my name's Lulu, and this is the kingdom of Lulutopia. Or at least it will be once Lokothor here is finished with it. Lulutopia, eh? Sounds like a lovely place for land lovers like yourselves. Aye, and a safe haven for a salted old sea dog like me. Goodness, goddess only knows what it would have become if I hadn't sloshed up on these shores. Goddess only knows what this guy's talking about. Tell you what, if you let me stick around, I'll be your chauffeur. I'll ship you off to any island from here to the second stain of me map's backside. Or at least I'll try. You see, I know these oceans like the back of me neck, and I don't know me neck at all. But if you hear of any islands nearby, I'll happy fare ye over you. Well, your boat's a bit on the small side, but it looks like a decent nick. I say we've got a deal. Ho, 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 it seems like everything is dropping into place. The fine captain will take you to nearby islands where I'm sure you'll find plenty of materials and able-bodied helpers to bring back. Well, the first thing Lulutopia needs is a little greenery. I can picture it now. Tree-lined boulevards, spacious parks, and tables sagging out of the way to freshly picked vegetables. In that case, you should first visit Furrow Fields, an island to the east, famed for its fertile fields and f fruitful farms. The island is home to a young lass with a bright future in farming, a dashing dandy with a bushy beard. They should be able to help your cause. I'll mark it on Captain Brownbeard's map. You just leave the sailing to him. You heard the magic monster, Lokathor. Come and find me when you're ready to go, and we'll weigh anchor. It was five tons last time I checked. It's a good joke. Ahoy, Lokathor, where will you be hauling anchor to today? So now a map appears. 
you can now travel to Furrow Field. And so we can click Furrow Field. So Furrow Field, our island is like a brown, lifeless island with a that we can see the ghost on our picture. And there's a mountain in the middle like we've seen. But there's also Furrow Field has a dock and there's like a big green fields with a windmill. And there's an, an earthworm wearing a sun hat and a little stream leading to another hut and some forests. It looks very uh, verdant. When you travel, you save that uh, between islands. You save your data. Your save data will be overwritten. Your autosave will be deleted. Do not exit the game or turning off at this time. But I must warn you, this vessel ain't built for chugging cargo. You'll have to leave behind everything you gathered here and fish for more materials when we reach our destination. All right, so we're going to store all of our current stuff in the sack. Lokathor stays behind. Lokathor Malroth, you decided to go to this new island then. Yep, we're not sticking around here any longer. Hop aboard, Lulu, you're coming too. Actually, I think I'll stay here. What the? I thought you'd leave you thought you'd leave all the hard work to us, did you? Just get on board. I'm sorry, but I can't. After what happened on Hargon's slave ship, I don't think I can stomach setting foot on a boat right now. But don't let that stop you from exploring this furrow field place. You'll be fine here. I'm tougher than I look. I'll have you know. Oh, I'll be fine here. You've got a big responsibility in your shoulders. Lulutopia needs materials, food, and new citizens. You'll have to find them and bring them back. Oh, and if you meet this farming prodigy out there, be sure she teaches you how to turn this island into a green and pleasant land. Together, we can make Lulutopia a verdant paradise fit for a princess such as myself. Ho, ho, ho. You two are off on your own little adventure. Lulu will be safe here in my care. Heh. <laughs> as if we can trust a word you say. Still, it's only Lulu's neck on the on the line. All right, let's roll. We'll round we round up all these furrow fielders and put them to work in the sweatshops of Malaras Empire of evisceration. When you get back, we can have a grand gala jamboree to celebrate Lulutopia's foundation day. Bon voyage! Come on, Lokathor. I can't wait to see what furrow field is like. All this talk of food and farming is making my tummy rumble. And we don't go for the dual high five. We do go for the dual fist pump. All aboard for a trip. Time to set sail. All right, saving. Malroth gets up on the little bow of the ship. The The builder gets onto the main ship, and then the guy gets on at the back, and we sail away from the docks. So, the Lord of Destruction has befriended a builder. Yeah, spoilers. Malroth is the Lord of Destruction. Destiny moves in mysterious ways. Neither men nor monsters can escape its influence. <clears throat> I'd click faster, but this is one of those times where the game just shows text and you have to read it at the pace that the game says. I think they're trying to cover up loading times. I was told that that's really the point here. But now it's the time of creation. Build to your heart's content, young builder, while we await the day of awakening. Um, good. Good. Love these load screens. Um, so yeah, uh, every time you go to, you go off of the main island, all your main island stuff and each of the side islands have their own sort of supply of goods. There's only one who can save the world from oblivion. Malroth, the Lord of Destruction. So when you start each new island, 
you start with absolutely nothing except like your hammer and your gloves, like your your tools, your equipment sticks, but you don't have any of your building stuff. And then you build local things using the local materials and so forth, um, which is very nice. I think I think that that's a good design choice because that way you have um like it, it forces you to try the new stuff instead of just duplicating the stuff that you've built before like you can't build your recipes from the first chapter when you're working in the second chapter you gotta tr you have to actually try out the second chapter stuff and sort of discover what's good what's not good uh, and then once you get it back to the core island, you can use everything on the core island that you've assembled. So uh, that's when you can sort of go nuts mixing and matching, um, which works out pretty well. I think for a game that has a story, that's definitely the way you want to do it. Furrowfield, the land of verdant vegetation. And we're pulling up on a dock, and immediately we can see that this is a better place than the place we left, because we have, um, like, grass growing on the ground a little bit. Here we are at last. That hairy hermit's got a nerve, sending us all the way out here on a boat like this. The way it was listing from side to side, I'm amazed, I'm amazed we made it here at all. Well, list or no list, you sound safe and dry land now. Welcome to Furrowfield, yar. At least I assume it's for Oldfield. Ain't never heard of the place myself, but that don't make it like Baron or Zahn, I can tell you that much. Oh, but it don't look like Baron or Zahn. Anyway, I'm heading out for a bit to get the lie of the sea, but don't worry, I won't sail away into the sunrise. I'll be back in time to take you both home. I think this guy's been drinking too much seawater. Come on, Lukathor, let's get going. I want us to see what this island's got in store for us. All right, so... He doesn't actually sail away. First, first little note. Nearby, uh, there's some crates, which we can bash for wood blocks. And there's some barrels. Hey, when we bash a barrel, it stays as a barrel. So that's cool. And then there's a rope. So basically, this, this game consists of what we will call greyhawking. And I'll explain that in a moment. This island is pretty weird, don't you think, Lokathor? Its trees are all withered and the ground's gross and slimy and the whole place stinks like someone left a sack of apples in the sun for a month. Do you really think we'll find the green we were after in a slimy, stinky place like this? Huh? Whoa, what the heck's that? And then we're looking over at like a purple thing. It's spewing some sort of gas and pulsing. Maybe it's like a slug or something. Some kind of pink pulsating thing. But what is it? You gotta investigate. I think it's some kind of fruit. I wonder what it tastes like. He goes up. Do you reckon the whole thing's edible? Or... Oh no, it's spitting a gas! Black sputter! Stupid thing just blew up in my face! And what a stink. It turned the dirt around and all gross and slimy too. Ha ha ha, I've heard of fruit going off before, but not like that. This place is crazy. Huh? I smell a fight brewing, Lokathor. Over there! In the distance, there's a little, like, comic speech bubble that says, Help! Lola, leave me alone! There's no point in trying to eat me! I'm nothing but skin and bone! Eek! Ha ha ha, sounds like fun! So we gotta go over there to the fight. So Greyhawking, um, Greyhawk is the original Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, it's the, the biggest city 
in the world that is the campaign setting for the original Dungeons and Dragons uh, campaign setting. Uh, and Greyhawking is when you uh, let's see, hold on, let's press F to switch to our stick. Uh, R, no, oh, oh, middle click switches to the stick. Okay, so we're fighting some baboons. Greyhawking is when your characters go around and they pick up everything off the ground that's, like, whether or not it's sort of intended as treasure, you pick it up anyway, as long as it's not bolted down. And if it's bolted down, you get a crowbar and you get up those bolts, because that's free money right there. And then you sell everything off in town. So, like, if you find, like, a fortress or whatever, then you, like, steal all the barrels and steal all the old food and you steal all the armor off of all the goblins and you sell everything secondhand and you just make as much money by recycling as much as possible. It's considered a degenerate form of gameplay. Mauroth says, ha, that'll teach those monkeys to mess with us. Right, time to get info out of Sally Screams a lot. So this lady's up on a mountaintop. We gotta go talk to her. Hey there, gal. How you doing? <gasps> so this is how I die. As dinner for a big stinky ape. I hope I give them horrible indigestion. Oh wait, they're the monsters. They're gone. Those scaredy cats must have turned tail and fled when they finally worked out who they were dealing with. Hee <laughs> hee. Hmm? Eek! Since when have you two been standing there? Since you beat the monsters? Oh, I see. Thanks for your help. My name's Rosie. What's yours? And what are you doing here? He's Malaroth the Amnesiac, and you're Lokathor the Apprentice Builder, and you've come here to find out how to add a little greenery to your island. You know, going around telling everyone you're a builder is risky business. There's no telling how they might react. You're lucky you met me, and I might be lucky that I met you. Hmm. All right, my mind's made up. You can't make an omelet without breaking a few rules. As the finest farmer in Furrowfield, it is my duty and pleasure to give you the grand tour of its finest farm. Come on, follow me. So yeah, within the context of D&D, &D, the players taking everything they possibly can and selling it all in town to eke out every last bit of gold is considered completely degenerate. Um, like, the players should be getting enough money on their own that they don't care about... Oh, Malroth doesn't believe her. The, the players should be getting enough money on their own that they don't care about having the extra little edge that you can get from selling off rusty goblin swords or whatever. Um, but in Dragon Quest Builders, it's practically exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Steal everything you can from the wilderness around you. Bring it back to town. Rosie says, Well, here we are for a field farm, the greatest, greenest garden on the island. How do you like it? Ugh. I don't mean to burst your bubble, but it's not that great. It's not very green. It isn't even a garden. Oh, I know. That's because we haven't built it yet. Huh? Furrowfield used to be a plant lover's paradise with vegetables and flowers growing everywhere and anywhere. But then the spoil spores appeared and turned all the earth into horrible stinky slime. You can hardly even grow weeds in it. There was once a great farm here, the biggest and brightest in the whole island. And if all of us put our minds to it, I think we can bring it back. All of us? Are those guys mixed up in this too? Come on, Perry. There must be something we can do. This is the last of our wheat, not to mention the soil. We've scant enough arable earth as it is. 
I wouldn't stand so close if I were you, Mr. Bonanza, sir. Mr. Spoil Spore looks like it could go off at any minute. Oh, no. Yep, Spoil Spore goes off, destroys all the wheat, destroys all the soil. Bonanza says, suffering slimes. Bonanza, Perry, are you all right? Quick, you two, we have to get over there and make sure they're okay. Well, I'm sure they're okay. Come on, Rosie, let's chill out. Bonanza, Perry, are you all right? We are, Rosie, but alas, our wheat is not. That spoil spore just obliterated the entire crop. Hmm, and who are you two, pray tell? I've not seen your faces before, and to be honest, I think I rather liked it that way. This is Lokathor, and this is Malroth. Lokathor says he's a builder. Blimey, heck, what kind of fellow goes around telling everyone he's a builder? He must have something wrong with his head. Well said. Listen here, young Rosie. You may have fooled us this far, but we shall not be taken for ninnies. If you honestly expect us to believe that this so-called builder will somehow savage, salvage this preposterous plan of yours, then you're gravely mistaken. Come along, Perry. We're leaving. Oh, er, all right. You must face facts, my dear. Furfield Farm is gone. The dream is over. It's time to wake up. That stuck up beardy bloke really rubbed me the wrong way. Still, facial hair felonies aside, he's got a point. There's no point trying to rebuild this farm if the soil's not good. You're wasting your time. No, I'm not. The finest farmer in Furrowfield and Lokathor's are real live builder. If we work together, I know we can do it. Wow, you really don't know when to give up, do you? Why do you want to rebuild this place anyway? Why? It's like Bonanza said. It's my dream. A dream, huh? You know, I never really got my head around this hopes and dreams stuff people go on about. Please, Lokathor, I can't do it on my own. You'll have to help me rebuild Furrowfield Farm, won't you? Well, yeah. Yippee! Now that I've got a builder on board, the farm's as good as built. Lokathor, Malroth, welcome to the team. We're going to make this place the best farm ever. Let's get started then, shall we? The first thing we'll need is a field to plant our crops in. Hmm, where's the best place to put it, I wonder? If only we had some kind of sign. Lokathor thinks. Eureka, Lokathor learns a new recipe. Scarecrow. Farming equipment. A stuffed straw man to drive off destructive pests. Causes residents to turn suitable soil into tilled earth. Alright, let's build a... Oh, we need cord and dry grass. Whoa. Uh, so let's... Alright, so we got some cords. Uh, if there are, there are vines that you can, uh, hit. And then dry grass is just these little bushes on the ground, I suppose. Alright, so we got, I believe, enough. Let's build... Oh, we need one more dry grass. Alright, alright, there we go. Yeah. One scarecrow, please. Having a field day. When you place a scarecrow on the ground, the farmers will hoe any nearby earth and turn it into tilled soil that's ready for sowing. All right. Uh, let's put it near this. Uh, there's a bell. Let's put it near the bell. Uh, field. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Actually, let's... Uh, Pick it up, and we're going to back it up by one. Yeah. Is that... Hmm. 
Yep. That's perfectly aligned. Um, uh, how do we... Okay. Let's harvest this grass nearby. Oh! Okay, we have to put the scarecrow on the other side because that's where the candidate... Um, whoop. There's like specific grass squares that we need to have them try to till. All right, so we got this field. And now the villagers come over, or just Rosie does. What's the matter, Lukathor? You're looking very pleased with yourself. And he says something. You've worked out how to build scarecrows. Of course, scarecrows are always found in the fields. If we stick one on the ground, everyone will know that's where the new field is. Hmm, so where should we put it? And then she points to the scarecrow. Oh, I know just a spot. There's a little bit of good clean soil over there. So what happens is sometimes you can build ahead of what the dialogue expects, and then the dialogue makes the characters look like idiots for asking, like, whoa, where should we build it, even though you've already built it? I'm so excited. I can hardly wait to start tilling the soil, but not until we officially mark the spot with a scarecrow, of course. If you need materials, you can get cord, blah, 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 blah. All right. So now, is that what I think it is? It is. Now that we have a scarecrow, everyone will know where to plant our crops. All right, you can leave the next step to me. It's tilling time. So she's uh, she's turning the standard field into tilled field squares. Uh, she's got 10 squares to go, or she's at 3 out of 10, I should say. Lokathor obtains a strange something. As she tilled the field, a yellow heart came out. And we picked it up. We don't we don't know what it is yet. Ah, farming is so much fun. I'm so happy I could pop. You looked pretty cheery there, too, now waving your arms in the air with a big grin on your face. What was that about? Huh? Something popped out of me, and you picked it up? Mm, I did feel like I was bursting with gardening glee just now. Maybe, just maybe, some of that happiness actually burst out? Well, whatever it was, I'm sure to come in useful if any more of them pop out of me. Make sure you scoop them all up. So, gratitude. Gratuitous gratitude. To show their enjoyment and appreciation for building, farming, and other things we take for granted, the residents will drop gratitude points. Okay, so we're at two. Okay. Well, while she's doing that, we're going to sort of sort out the nearby stuff. Um... Clear all the junky scrap. This is going to take a little bit. We have uh, a partial room. Um, wonderful. Let's talk to her. What do you think, Lukthor? I've tilled the earth around the scarecrow. I couldn't have done it without you. With your excellent inventions and my farming finesse, we'll be able to make some fantastic fields. I knew there was something special about you from the moment we met. After all, not everyone would risk your life to telling a stranger they're a builder. You don't see what's so dangerous about that? Haha, <laughs> have you been living under a rock or something? Everyone knows that builders are the enemy. But anyway, we better get back to business. We have a field. Now let's grow some crops. Quest complete. Talk to her again. 
Right, now that the soil is all ready, the next thing to do is to plant some seeds. Here you go, Logothor. These are for you. Logothor obtains five cabbage seeds. To be honest, plowing is easy peasy. Anyone with a hoe can do it. But it takes a steady hand and a keen eye to plant a seed properly, and I think you're just the man for the job. There should be five cabbage seeds there altogether. Let me know when they're all resting happily in the soil. All right, we can put some seeds in the ground. One, two, oh, three, four, uh, five. Good work, Lokathor. You planted all the seeds, and you did a lovely job of it, too. Just wait until Bonazzo and Perry see this. They'll be begging for a piece of the agricultural action. Soon enough, the seeds will sprout, and we'll be able to one step closer to fulfilling my dream. Okay. Oh, we can talk to her again. Thanks to you, we have ourselves a fully plowed and planted field. The only thing left is to water the seeds. Do you see that little hill over there, Lokathor? There's a spring at the very top, but it's a bit of a pain to have to climb all the way up there every time we need water. So that's where you come in. Can you build something that would make it easier for us to get to the water? Some sort of irrigation station? And then he thinks to himself and he pulls out the book. All right, we're going to place a blueprint. Lokathor draws out the irrigation station blueprint. So we need a bunch of spoiled soil and one blockage. Holy heck. Is this, this is it. It's a blueprint for an irrigation station. Did you draw this off the top of your head? That's amazing. It's like the one you drew back on the island, eh? But it looks like we'll have to gather the materials for this one ourselves. Well, if there's one thing we have plenty of here in Furrowfield, it's spoiled soil. Just smash up the ground if you need some. Oh, and don't forget to break the block that's holding the water back when you're done. Then we'll have ourselves a nice little watering hole. And if you start feeling a bit peckish, just remember there's always plenty of kelp down at the beach. So we're at 80% health right now, or 80%... Um, uh, oh, what, what are the word I'm looking for? Fullness. So we are gathering some... Uh, we needed 31. We're at uh, 10 right now. And if you stand in between two blocks, then when the hammer gets swung, then you actually, uh, you'll hit both blocks at the same time. So you can go even faster. And it looks like once you have the hammer, you can just push and hold. Um, so we're going to finish off clearing this top section. Now we've got 43. Whoop. Uh, Z to view the blueprint. All right, so it's just too high at the edges where the sort of waterfall is, and then one high everywhere else, and it just sort of keeps a pool of water encased. Um, but there's a little flourish around. It's not just one big square. The corners are like uh, sort of zigged in by one square each, just to give it a little bit of style. 
Um, okay, let's double check. And where is our blockage tile? Oh, okay. So there's one, there's one tile that we want to remove via hammering, which is preventing the water high up from uh, flowing down. Look, there completes the irrigation station blueprint. Ugh, now we got really, really muddy water. I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess. High five, Malroth. Nice work, Logathor. Whatever this thing is, it looks just like the blueprint. Wow! Now that we've got ourselves an irrigation station, we can water the fields. I can't thank you enough, Logathor. Watering plants is a lot like tilling soil. Any old idiot can do it. So you can leave the watering up to me. You two stand back and watch the watering whiz work her magic. All right, so we got some gratitude points from Rosie. And this, uh, let's see. So she, like, gets a bucket and then hops down toward the thing, towards the cabbages. So right now, none of the villagers wait for water to, wait for Rosie to water the cabbages. Two out of five. Okay, well, while we wait, we're going to keep knocking the plants and stuff around. Let's see. Let's break up some of these uh, building bits. Heck, we're going to break off the door entirely. All right. There we go, Locathor. All our thirsty little seeds have a nice big drink now. That's all there is to it. You just till the soil, plant some seeds, water them, and then wait. It's easier said than done, though. For one thing, you need healthy soil, and there's hardly any left on the island. It's easy to tell if the soil's spoiled. It goes all purple and sticky. Sometimes it looks green if there's little moss growing on top of it. But when you dig down to find nothing but green, grimy slime, the only soil that's good for gardening has a nice earthy brown color. Just take a look at some of the soil I tilled nearby and compare it to the moldy mud nearby. Okay. Now she's got another quest. All right, look, there's only one thing left to do before we can harvest our crops. Wait for them to grow. First, we'll get some little sprouts. Then a little while later, they'll start growing leaves. Before you know it, they'll be all grown up. When that time comes, you won't need any special equipment to harvest them. Just hit them with your cypress stick. I've seen you swinging around. Hmm, it might be a while before they're ready to be harvested, though. In the meantime, you could pass the time by clearing away the rocks and weeds in our future fields, and you can plant some more seeds, too. Speaking of which, here's a few more I had hidden away. You may as well go ahead and plant them. So we got five more cabbage seeds. Um, so we just, once you've sown your seeds, it seems some time before you can, anytime. Okay, so this isn't like an official quest, I guess. We can just sort of plant some additional seeds. So we got five more. Um, and, oh. So some of these uh, wooden bricks in the nearby destroyed buildings are, uh, they're cracked. And when you break them, they turn into wood blocks. But others um, are, well, they turn into pieces of wood, I should say. And then others are um, not cracked. And so if I destroy them with a the hammer, then they turn into placeable wooden blocks and I can use them to build more walls. So let's just uh, clear off all this nearby stuff, including all these fence posts. 
Um, and we'll pass the time by smashing up the surrounding area. There's a tree here, but that tree is in no way able to resist my deadly, deadly hammer. Have you ever, have you ever knocked down a tree with a hammer? Because that's how intense this building action is. Hmm. The cabbages have leaves on them, I see. So they grow pretty quickly. We're not going to have to wait too long. Oh, and now they're cabbages. Let's just finish off this bit of harvesting bricks. It's, it's so satisfying to harvest bricks. You just hold the mouse button, and then you kind of push the direction you want to go. And then you just start tearing through the local terrain. Oh, with that satisfying sound. I love that sound. Mmm, the sound of it picking up and the sound of it getting smashed. So delightful. All right, so now we're going to swing our sword and pick up a bunch of cabbages. You got five cabbages. It looks like they automatically turn into planted cabbages afterward. Wow, we've finally grown our first furrow fields cabbages, and they're absolute beauties. It's been so long since we've had a proper crop, with those horrid spoil spores appearing all the time and ruining the soil. In fact, I've never seen a better cabbage in all my life. Thank you so much, Locathor. And Perry shouts, Blimey! And he runs over. Are those cabbages Gersh Gertlush? If you and Rosie really grow them all by yourselves, maybe you really are a builder after all. Bonanza says, all the more reason why we should shun this accursed presence. Come on now, Perry, we're leaving. Huh? Er, yes, sir. Why has Beardy got such a grudge against builders? If anything's accursed, it's that dread dog and it's that dead dog on his chin. I wouldn't say it was a grudge, really. He's just being cautious. After all, everybody knows that builders spread desolation and despair wherever they go. Rosie, you gotta get your head on straight. That's not what builders do. Don't worry, Locathor. I don't think builders are harbingers of doom and gloom. In fact, I think they're great. Bonanza's spent his whole life being told how awful people like you are. We all have. You can't expect him to change his mind overnight. So he's a racist. Oh, by the way, something occurred to me while we were waiting for the cabbages to come in. Do you see the big bell over there? Well, there's an old story about it. Yep, that bell. Once upon a time, a builder came to Furrowfield. He showed the people the wonder of building to earn their own appreciation. Then he whacked the bell with all his might. When the islanders heard it ring out loud and clear, something awoke within them. They were filled with the power of creation, and Furrowfield Farm flourished. Don't you see, Locathor? Those funny things you've been picking up must be the pieces of appreciation, which means something might happen when you ring the bell. Well, there's only one way to know for sure. Go over to the builder's bell and give it a great big wallop. Um, we can raise our bell level, but first, I'm going to go outside of town. There is... I don't know what it is. It's something with fire, and there's a question mark on it. Examine. There's an inscription carved into this strange stone monument. Read it. Yes, please. I leave these puzzles as a challenge to any young builders who find them. May they aid you in your journey to become a master builder. Use your wits and building skill to solve them, and you shall be rewarded with treasures and new powers both. The inscription ends there. Malroth says, whoever wrote that, they sound pretty full of themselves. Well, whatever. We might as well give these things a shot to see what happens. Uh-huh. 
So on the left side, there's a pillar that looks sort of intentional, you might say. And on the right side, some of the uh, some of the pieces of the pillar have been put in the wrong position. So I think if we complete the pillar using our gloves, yeah. So now both sides are an identical pillar, and the pedestal. Well, the question mark goes away. Says Lokathor solves the puzzle. Now it's shining. Examine. Lokathor requires a mini medal. Mad for mini medals. You'll earn mini medals by completing puzzles. Can collect a lot, and you could be in for a nice surprise. Well, all right. We don't get a prize right now. There's a horrible slug. Let's fight this slug. Malroth is better than us at fighting, but it still helps that we also fight. All right, well, the slug gave us a lot of... Um, a lot of... Whatchamacallit? Oils? Well, we're getting about time to the end of the episode, so let's level up this bell and then see what happens. Push E to ring. And we smack it with our hammer, and the sound goes out. Oh, it's like stretches across the whole island, practically. Base level one. The residents awaken to the benefits of building. The residents want to till the fields. The residents want to water the crops. And everyone's cheering and fist pumping in the air. Oh, we pull out the book. Lokathor learns a load of new recipes. Softwood, floorboard, wooden steps, simple door, rustic door. Uh, the simple door has like a little symbol on it. Oh, I think you can put two doors next to each other. And then it, yeah. A rustic door, a haystack, a simple small table, a simple table, simple stool, pot, community chest, rope, firewood, farming tools. These are all great. Malroth says, I don't know what you just did, but it was pretty spectacular. It's like the whole place has been filled with some kind of strange power. Bonanza says, Marauding Mulsex Builder, what have you done? What is the energy flowing through me? Perry says, Me old body's been filled with a yearning to create. I've got this uncontrollable urge to go till a field. Rosie says, I hoped this would happen. All the power that you collected was unleashed when you rang that bell. It opened your our eyes to the wonder of building. It looks like it's even inspired you. Now you can build simple stools, simple tables, and chests. Bonanza says, is that so? We could certainly use some furniture around here. Perry says, oh, you can make all that, can you? You builders really are amazing. Malroth says, all right, Lokathor, we're very impressed. You can stop posing now. Bonanza says, from now on, you will have full cooperation with Perry and I. Let us rebuild the great farm and restore this place to its former glory. We shall tend to the fields from the moment we wake up to the moment... We fall asleep at night. No crops shall remain unwatered on my watch. Rosie says, that's fantastic. Isn't it, Lokathor? Now we can all work together to see Furrowfield Farm reborn. Lokathor does like a spin and a jump. Human behavior. Residents will behave differently depending on the time of day and the type of room they're in. They're entitled to lives of their outside of farm work, you know. Okay, well, we're at 55 minutes. So that's about where we can wrap up this episode. Um, next time... Certainly, we will be building some of that uh, fantastic 
furniture that we've heard about. Um, and doubtless we will harvest some more cabbages. And I'm sure we'll just have a grand old time in the Furrowfield region. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit to do in Furrowfields. So I thought initially that this would be like five episodes total, but it looks like we're already on episode two, and I don't feel like there's only three more episodes here. So we'll probably end up doing more than five hours of stuff, what with the time it takes to do all the reading and stuff when you got to read the words out loud. Which I think is fun. If you don't want me to read the words out loud, then everyone tell me and I can I can skip on that. You can just hear me describe bashing blocks for an hour. But I think the story and helping the villagers is really what separates this from just plain old Minecraft. Like you can build stuff in Minecraft, but even like it doesn't Minecraft doesn't look good, first of all. But even if it did look good, I think it would not be exciting because in this you have the whole plot where you're helping people that are down on their luck and living in a world full of monsters and you can improve their lives and that's something that is cool to me i don't know i i hope you all agree with me that helping people that are down on their luck in a world full of monsters have better lives is a cool thing um and if you don't agree well then gosh get some empathy already Anyway, if you want to see the video version of this, you can subscribe on Patreon. And thanks to our existing Patreon backers, uh, Bill and Skeleton Pod and Troidal Power and Daniel K. Someday that list will be so long enough that I won't be able to read off the entire list every single time. But heck, until then, uh, they're just going to get a little shout out every single time. That'll be pretty cool for them. Uh, see you folks.